This is the IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 279, writing task two. All you need is a skeleton. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. In today's episode, meet Gopal, a fantastic student from our course who wrote the best writing task two essay this month and won our contest. Find out how he writes such amazing IELTS task two essays. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, IELTS Energy listeners, we have a special guest today. Um, his name is Gopal Arya. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. I'm, I've gotten really good at uh, pronouncing a bunch of different names in my career. Um, and he is on our show today because um, once a month in our course, we have a writing wizard contest and Gopal won. He wrote the best essay last month. So we're going to talk to him about that. How did he write such a good essay? First of all, Gopal, welcome. Hi, Jessica. Uh, I'm Gopal. Uh, I'm from Beijing. I'm a software engineer uh, working here for like five last five years. Uh, okay. And why why are you taking IELTS? I mean, it sounds like you know you're already living in a another country or you're already in a career. Um, so why do you need IELTS? Uh, actually, I'm planning to you know, migrate to Canada. And it's for, for the immigration oh, okay. purpose, uh, I need a very good score. So I'm, okay. I, I it already attended the test once uh, in January, uh, but the score uh-huh. was not enough for the immigration process. So I'm taking next test on 21st May. So what were your first scores? Uh, in my first attempt, I got uh, listening 7.5 in listening. Six oh, wow. Point, That's awesome. Six, yeah, 6.5 in speaking and reading and writing, uh, both 5.5. Actually, oh, wow. Actually, I was expecting just the opposite. I was a little bit nervous in speaking and I missed three questions in listening. But I was expecting just the opposite result. But Oh, funny. <laughs> I was so surprised <laughs> when I got the result. 
Oh, that's hilarious. You know, it's it's surprising how often that happens. Like a student walks out of the exam and they're like, I totally killed that listening test. Like I got every answer right. I feel so great. And then two weeks later, they get their scores and it's like listening five or something. It's it's odd how often that happens. Um, But like the difference in your scores is crazy. Like how you could be so high in the speaking and the listening and then a 5.5 in reading and writing. That's crazy. But I mean, so you took the test and you got a 5.5 in writing. And then you entered our course and you entered that contest and you won. Like you wrote the best essay of all the students that sent me their essays. So what do you think has changed? You know what I mean? Like if you look at your the way you wrote your essay on the last IELTS test and the way you wrote this winning essay, what do you think the differences are? Uh, you know what, Jessica? The, the difference is like I got all the structure. Like before I have, I have all the ideas, but I don't know where to put all of them. And now oh, what I got okay. is like I got the skeleton and I just put some decoration so I got the full body so that's oh my god I love that metaphor so much (laughs) I'm gonna use that that's so cool he got the skeleton so the skeleton in this case is the the outline right the outline the linking words and Uh all the all the structure that I implement in my essay after I join the course like I'm writing all of my essay on that format and for me I do the brainstorming and the planning at the beginning, like uh, three to five minutes. It depends. And then after I I try to paraphrase the question and I would, I read the functional part of the question, like what is asking? And then I would decide what type of question is it? Then I do, I do, I write two columns. If it's opinion, then I divide into two different opinions. Uh, But if it just discuss some topic, then I write two different ideas for the same topic. And so did you did you use this brainstorming technique before as well? Uh before I did but I even I do, I write the I do the brainstorming my pattern was not correct like I I have the ideas but I don't know where to put it was always intermixing <laughs> with each other sometimes I put the two different views in the same paragraph Oh so, no. So <laughs> And you know what the, the biggest mistake I did in my last uh test it was uh, the second body paragraph I started with some quotation. <laughs> well that well you know that could work I it guess could but could work it, but <laughs> yeah well, I never I, I don't know why I did why, why I did that but That's so funny. It but, happened. <laughs> That's so funny. How how did you like? How did you think of a quotation on the test? Like something. It was it was like a, students should work hard and they should practice more for a study, and then I, I I put the I put the quotation like practice makes men perfect. There is a uh-huh. famous there's this famous oh essay. practice makes perfect oh yeah. okay it you is, know what but doing really that in your essay. Yeah, yeah, doing that in in your essay is fine. Um, I mean, because that's an idiom, right? Mm, so, yeah. like, that would be great to put in your essay. Um, okay. But it, like you said, it has to be in the right place. So it sounds like 
like you had all these ideas, like you, you, you had the, the, the bones, right? If yeah, we're going to use the skeletal <laughs> metaphor, like you had the bones, but they were all in the wrong place. So like you weren't making like a person's skeleton. It was just like sure. the bones didn't like fit together. And so it just became just like a jumbled mess, probably. Yeah. That's, that's the problem in my first test. And w- once I got in the course and I got all the format and different, different, uh-huh different type of questions how should i structure them so i now for for me i just do the brainstorm i already have the structure then i just need to put where where the ideas should be put to sit like just just put it in the right place that's all yes exactly it saves this is this is the point of strategies right any yeah. strategy in your life the point is to to make things easier and more efficient yeah right? make, make your life easier and make the examiner's life easier so when exactly. you when you see the the perfect structure essay then you just know okay where is the what is this guy's idea everything is on perfect exactly format. today you're hearing the story of how one of our students in our three keys IELTS course was able to work on his writing and get great tips by participating in the Three Keys Writing Wizard Contest. You can do it too when you join our course. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. This is the thing, guys. Like, if you try and make stuff too complicated because you think this will impress the examiner, and this happens a lot, especially with high-level students, right? They're like, "It can't be this easy. Like, I, I can't write something that's this simple. It's not. It's not good enough. It's not complicated enough. Um, it won't get a high score if it's that simple." And then they try and like organize stuff in really weird ways, and it never works, you guys. <laughs> Trying to make things complicated makes things unorganized. And this is true on all parts of the exam. If you try and think too much and give complicated answers in speaking part three, for example, it's going to be disorganized. It's not, it's not going to get a high score because it, it'll like wander and it won't be connected. You have to trust the simple organizational systems. They're there for a reason. And then, like Gopal said, you have these simple systems and then all you have to do is put the decoration on, right? Yeah, the the <laughs> the flesh and the clothes and the makeup and the jewelry. That then that's yours. Like that comes from you. Those those are the the specific examples, the impressive vocabulary. And those are two things. So the the three things about Gopal's essay that impressed me the most. First of all, like he's saying the organization. It was really easy to follow. Basically, guys, like you need to, you need to respect your reader. And in this case, the reader is the examiner. You don't want that reader to ever have to stop what they're reading because they're confused and have to like go back, right? Um, cause that happens sometimes. Like, I'm reading a student's essay and I get to the middle of the paragraph and all of a sudden I'm like, I have no idea what this paragraph is about. (laughs) No idea what this person is trying to tell me. And then I have to go back to like the beginning of the essay and start over because it's so confusing and it's such a waste of time, you guys. If you do that, you definitely will not get a high score for cohesion and coherence because the essay doesn't flow, right? Um, If you guys study, yeah, if you guys study writing, uh, even academic writing, we talk about the flow. Um, your ideas have to just flow together one to the next. 
Okay. Um, so the organization was awesome. And then your vocabulary, Gopal, is really impressive. What do you have any tips for our listeners about how to improve their vocabulary or get to the level that you have? Uh, for the vocabulary, uh, what I did is I, I usually read English newspaper, um, mostly online newspaper, uh, BBC, and also listen the TED, TED, uh, presentation, like, we need to we need to listen to the presentation from the TED. It will really help us for the speaking, listening, and also the vocabulary. Do you keep a vocabulary notebook? Like we we talk yeah, about this all the time. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's another thing. Like every time I listen to a podcast or any other like English material, then I always keep. I have a one note. It's like a note or. All the mobile devices, uh-huh. you have one note application, so you can create a one note in the right in your device. And anytime, whenever you listen some new word, new phrases, or new idioms, you just keep it there. And whenever you got time, you just revise them. I have like lots of like more than few hundreds of those phrases collected since like last month. Oh my gosh. So every, yeah, that, that's really helped me. Like I, I followed your podcast, uh, since last month, I guess. And then uh-huh. after I got this kind of, uh, this idea, okay, I should do, I should follow this, all these strategies and it really works. Now that's I can, re- I can remember most of the idioms, phrases from your, even from your, the beginning of the podcast series. I can. That's great. Yeah. I can remember. So now only I need to put it in the right place. Yeah, exactly. And you will. You totally will. Um, and, and remember about idioms, right? You don't want to use too many in the writing because it's still formal. Yeah, so like, you know, like one, maybe two, probably just one idiom in the writing, but then in the speaking, just go crazy. You can use as many idioms as you want. Um, that's awesome. And then something. So. When, uh, when the person in our course wins the writing contest, they get, a like a short sort of class with me before we record the podcast. And so in go, in the class that I had with Gopal right before we started recording, he said that, um, he, like he just said, he listens to the BBC Learning English and uses that website, which is great. You guys, everyone should check that out. That's a really good tip. But he said that some of the idioms from our YouTube channel, he also saw on the BBC learning English. And I and I love that. Um, it, I mean, it proves how common they are and how often native speakers use them, right? But the reason why, that's one of the reasons why it's so good to get English from different sources, get this input from a variety of sources, because the more you see these phrases repeated, you're going to remember these, these more common phrases that native speakers use because you saw it in three or four different places and it like, it sparks something in your head and helps you to remember it. So that's, yeah, fantastic. You're, I'm just so impressed with what a good student you are. You have so many great study habits. It's awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. And also thank you for your really nice, like is all this strategy, it really works for me. And I already did the test one time and it was not successful and hopefully the next test I will I'm I'm confident I can do better and I will I will achieve the target score that I need for my immigration. 
You definitely will. You definitely will. I mean, the the jump in the reading and the writing scores I are going to be is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see your scores. Um, this has been awesome, Gopal. There's so much good advice. There's so many things our our listeners can can learn from you. Um, do you have any last tips? Any last advice for our listeners on preparing for their imminent IELTS exams? Uh the only suggestion for all the IELTS uh, preparing students is you have to focus on w- what's your target and then you have to work diligently you you need to you need to work like every day one hour you need to you need to separate your from your daily life you need to separate your one hour or two hours yeah. every day and you need to go through all the materials once you read don't just keep it away that's every week you need to revise whatever you you learn in the one week you need to revise it on the weekend or then also you keep the notes and keep following yeah. the strategies what we have learned from our course and all these works when you combine all of them then you will get the perfect result Exactly. That's that's fantastic. Exactly. Um you just you just have to keep working at it, right? It's not an easy test. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously it's not an is, easy test. Learning language is not easy. It's it's a continuous process. Right. We need to practice and practice. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Gopal. Thank you so much, Jessica. And thank you for choosing me as the winner of the Wizard Competition. <laughs> I it's my great honor to be here. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, you did the good work. You deserve it. All right, cool. Well, good. Best of luck on your test, Gopal. I know you're going to do amazingly. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Have a good day, Gopal. Bye. Have a good Bye. day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.